right, everyone, welcome to another edition of uh, Founder Wisdom Podcast, Rapid Fire Edition. Today we are with Musa Kamara. Uh, he is CEO and founder of Dean Entertainment. Musa, can you tell us a bit more about your life story? So a quick bit about me. I'm born and raised in West Africa, Sierra Leone. For the most part, I spent about 20 plus years in the United States in the East Coast in Washington, D.C. And um, so I'm, I'm 29 years old. A lot of my, a lot of my, 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 my business started around 20, 2019. That's when I started my company. And then from there, I'd love to share more, a little bit more depth about my company, what we do exactly, how we service the community. Yeah, what's your, your business story and what do you guys do? Uh, so we started in 20, 2019. Um, I actually registered my company while I was incarcerated. So what we do is we do a lot of community relations. Um, we work with the community as far as with nonprofits, organization, and, and, and some of the businesses in the D.C., Maryland, and Virginia area. Nice. Um, that's, that's pretty cool. Uh, what values is that your company? And tell us a bit more about the story behind the business. You can get a bit deeper on that one. Yeah, well, so I went, well, when I was incarcerated, I was trying to pretty much find what I wanted to do when I, when I come home. And mm. for me... I wanted to focus on what I love doing more and, and having a, a deep religious root, which I'm Muslim and giving back as far as charity is part of our, our pillars. So I was like, you know what, how can I turn this into a business that's fulfilling to at the same time? So upon my release, I've already registered my company while I was incarcerated. So when I came home, we started servicing nonprofits in the area and uh, we had our first uh, millennial gala in um, 2021. It was a woman empowerment. Um, we we donated some of the proceeds to an organization that worked with uh, teenage uh, girls. Interesting. Interesting. What um, I mean, the the judicial system in the U.S. is quite uh, interesting to say the least. I think there's like huge challenges on that level. How is your company helping improve that? Um, actually, right now, this year, 2022, we, we're doing a prison reform gala. So we are actually going to partner up with an organization called Casa Bridges. And they work with some of the juveniles in the D.C., Maryland, and Virginia area, particularly D.C. So the court, they're like court-appointed kids. Instead of the kids going to juvenile detentions, they were, mm -hmm. they, they was, you know, appoint these kids to them, doing mentorship and things like that. So I'm going to further our partnerships after the gal and I have a lot of other different things I'm doing from a grassroots perspective, working with juveniles. So at least we can stop that trajectory to go into prison and things like that. Because the policy is another mm -hmm. thing. We have other organization that works on policy. I mean, I'm trying to work on the juvenile perspective of it. Yeah, for sure. I think um, when you're a kid, I, I sure had my altercations with the law as well. Uh, when, and I just wrote a LinkedIn post um, about that a couple seconds before I, I opened uh, this Zoom convo with you. I think we're put in environments with quite a low ceiling. It's like putting a, a shark in 50 meter cubic of, of water, you know, like the shark's going to struggle and he's going to cause trouble. You know, he's going to break the cage and probably eat someone. Um, I think education is a, well, first environment, you know, but I mean, you can't control that environment most of the time. And then I think it's education. I think, um, you know, we, we all need mentors to step in. Uh, sometimes it's not necessarily our parents, which is the, the mentors that life provided us. But I think we, we need, you know, like higher mentors to, to step up. So very important. I'm looking at your website here. Um, so I see branding fundraiser, millennial gala, social media marketing. So you do consulting and, and all of 
of these kinds of things. So uh, what service do you typically, which one is the, the most popular service you provide and is it targeting nonprofits or do you also target other businesses? Um, for the most part, we, we, we target nonprofit, right? Um, where it goes into the community relations and integrating them within the community that they're trying to service, depending on their agenda. So as far as businesses, business is kind of like a, a if, if it's one of those like pick and choose kind of projects, depending on how, you know, serviceable it is and is it going to get us off of our agenda? So as long as it aligns with what I already do, what, what we already do with nonprofit organization, I take I take those those, those contracts in. So it's not it's not a regular thing that I do with uh, businesses because, okay. like I said, my main focus is working with nonprofits because that's their day to day operation, working with the community, which is something that I like doing. When when you were incarcerated, um, were you planning? Um, the business and how did you take that time to kind of reflect? Because I know that a lot of people, they, they go in jail and they, they go out of their worst, right? Like they, yeah. they get accustomed to that environment, which is very harsh, um, depend, depending on where you are incarcerated. And um, how, how did you use that time productively? I mean, I'm a, I read. <laughs> I read a lot. Uh, I read a lot of books. Uh, this The cellmate I had, he was a big reader. At the time, I really wasn't, but he kind of got me introduced to it where it was just books all over. Every time I'll come in the cell, it's just books all over the place. So um, he ended up introducing me to, to, you know, be able to read more. I got more in depth with my religion. I, I started picking up good habits, you know, I mean, mm -hmm. I, think I could say that. And those those habits, those discipline, I stayed on that course, you know, to getting up early and making sure that, 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 that your morning is at a certain pace so that the rest of your day, you know, can be, can be able to be more, more uh, fruitful than you have, you know, so the discipline aspect of it was, was, was set in place. So all of those things that I knew was constructive that I, I built from prison. I just took it when I, once I was released. And obviously that comes with the working out and all these different elements that I put into myself. For sure. And why do you think that you thrived while others um, get worse in that environment? And do you think it is like the strong majority that get in, worse shape uh, when they, they go to jail than when they go out? Are you talking about mental shape or just physical shape? Yeah, mental shape. <laughs> well, 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 I, I think I think they're worse when they when they go in because for the most part, some people get defeated with the time that they that they that they get, you know, we talk about 10, 15 years or plus or whatever the time is. And you're just in a small compound doing the same thing every single day. You know, uh, for me personally, I was just looking at, okay, you know, what exactly it is that I could be able to start developing. And I focused on that. I really was not, I really didn't get into like the prison politics and trying to be, you know, hanging out and stuff. I had goals I wanted to do. I was like, okay, well, and I was, I was in terrible shape. I wasn't fat, but my breathing was terrible. I had, I had a bunch of things that was just terrible I wanted to fix. And, and I just kind of focused on that. I kind of focused with individuals that, they, you know, they, 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 they spoke a lot about some of their personal goals that they wanted to do. Okay. So, so, so the, 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 the space of who I was hanging out with, you know, that, that obviously changed and that, and that helped uh, dramatically because it was nothing in the prison itself. There was not like no programs or nothing like that. Mm. You have to just kind of use your mind and your imagination and your creativity as well. Okay. Yeah. And people you hang around with, that's super important. Um, getting back to the questions, because yeah, I got interested by that part of you. Um, yeah. What is your 
what what top values do do we see in your business like what what do you value in your your business and what um what of these values have came from uh your time in jail or your your past you know what can we see in your business um that transcends um the business uh honestly is is always about integrity it's always about integrity putting your best foot forward because i feel like once people can feel like they rely on you then you can be able to proceed from them. I'm not going to say it's about perfection and things like that, but integrity is about making sure that you'll be able to keep your word and make sure that you're able to put in the effort and they see these things. So when it comes to that, when it comes to our values, integrity to me is at, is at the top of that list. Yeah, for sure. It, it is uh, certainly a top value of mine as well, honesty and over-communication, you know, and doing what comes out of your mouth, you know, and uh, action over words as well is strongly valued here. What does your morning routine look like right now? Man, I get up at 4.30 in the morning. Shit. 4.30, I get up, I pray from prayer. I go work out, working out, you know, shower, this, that, and the third. Go give me some coffee. Then I start getting into meetings. And, and, and I, I have like, I have, this is my book right here. It's one of my favorite books. It's what I be reading like most of the time every morning. Robin's my man. Yeah, he's he's great. He's fucking epic. Yeah, so this is one of the books that I read most of the time every morning. So that's kind of like how my morning routine is. Yeah, I recommend also the 5 a.m. Club by uh, Robin. It, oh, yeah. And yep, I got, I, I got that too. I got that too. That Yeah, that book is a, is a game changer. It's a game yeah. changer. I love the biohacking part, you know, the... You know, he recommends uh, stuff that is basic to me right now, but wasn't back in the days, like sun exposure and yeah, physical activity. He's, he's big on that, high-intensity trainings and so forth. So that's super yeah. cool. Although I don't, I've tried the 5 a.m. thing and 4 a.m. I, I think, you know, like training for an Ironman right now, I need like huge recovery, you know, like uh, at least nine hours sleep uh, since mm -hmm. I'm training like uh, a madman. So, but yeah, that's oh, wow. super <laughs> Yeah. Um, okay. How, how do you, I mean, are you uh, solo in your business or do you have employees? Like, how do you find these eight players? Well, as I don't have no employees. So what I do is I, I contract through, through, through different resources that I might need. So if I'm taking on a project and I might need a decorator, I might need a videographer, photographer, whatever, a content creator, I'll just 1099 and you just contract through them. Because for the most part, a lot of the brainstorming is kind of done by, by myself. So I've been doing this for three years, mm. you know, putting these, because I, what I do is it's kind of like, even though like I'm contracted, it's kind of more like a partnership I do with these okay. nonprofit organizations. Hmm. interesting it certainly is a, an interesting niche um that you're in and yeah i can see the the value of that in events you know especially after covid people like want to do things uh physically you know and these events when it comes to nonprofits, you know like i've, I've seen um these as, as very successful if you invite a bunch of let's say uh, hedge fund managers and they they all start outbidding one another at these events you know so that can be pretty cool and pretty successful not for for nonprofits. Um, what about your sales strategies how do you get your clients um referral referrals is always the the the, the number one because word of mouth is still the best marketing tool you know even though we, everybody uses the instagrams the linkedin facebook all these different things but word of mouth to me is always my mama top two that i use then i utilize instagram showcases some of our past um events reviews and things like that and people will uh, generally just email me and then they'll be in contact with me 
By the way, are you uh, focused in the Washington area or do you do nationwide? Um, for right now, I'm doing the Washington, D.C. area um, just, just because I have a good pulse about what is going on in the area, who's to reach, who's to reach as far as from the, from the government, local governments in different areas that I could be able to have a pulse on. I think for me to be able to start going nationwide, I'll have to be able to get a pulse on that community or, or partner with somebody to have a pulse in that community. Because again, it's about being effective rather than just trying to see money. And that's because, you know, the quicker you grow, the quicker you fall. So, I mean, I'm trying to take my time and make sure I have a pulse on every community I potentially expand to. Hmm, interesting. So talking to you, you know, you had a rough past. What mindset advice would you have um, for young people out there, people that want to get in entrepreneurship? What have you learned from the past and what makes you the, the warrior that you are today? I'll tell you two things, man. And, and we always undermine these things just because it just sounds cliche, right? I'll say have a good discipline mm -hmm. and have patience Hell yeah. because... Know, uh, having failed attempt for different um, issues, and then you gotta, you know, being disciplined, having a good regimen, something that they can continue. Because if you have a good discipline, whatever opportunity comes in the future, you're already kind of walking into it, being prepared. You know what they mm -hmm. say, you know, um, poor preparation. I mean, proper, proper preparation beats poor performance. So if you if you have your if you if you're performing well, it's because you prepare well, and that's generally what what tends to happen. And I mean, discipline and patience, they kind of go hand in hand. Uh, to me, having been in the game for 10 years in the entrepreneurial game, I mean, discipline is like second nature. So I don't reflect on it anymore. But yeah, like, I mean, that's a basic, basic. If you don't have discipline to have a schedule to do your workout every day, you know, and to have some kind of routine, you're, you're in deep waters. And Absolutely. And the patience, right? Like once you're on track and once you're achieving these goals, as alpha males, sometimes we always want more and yeah. we need to, you know, be patient and tell the, the tiger to stay in, in the bushes <laughs> and, and jump, you know, like when, when is the time. So, yeah, I mean, good advice right there. Um, what are your favorite softwares that you use on a day to day? So you said my, my favorite self what? Softwares, yeah. Like uh, my favorite self words, like, like words of encouragement. I know softwares like, uh, for example, I use. Uh, oh, 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 you say software? Yeah. yeah. Oh, 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 software. Okay. Well, for the most part, like, um, I don't really use a lot of software. So if we just talk about like, I'm, I'm mostly on Zoom. If you want to okay. be honest, I'm mostly on Zoom. Like maybe from um, 9 a.m. to maybe 4 p.m. I'm literally back to back on Zoom, you know, nice. but um, nice. other than the in-person meeting, I'm always on Zoom. So, because uh, a, a lot of it is we, we're trying to, we're trying to, you know, get away from the internet thing to kind of do a lot of in-person meeting, but it's sure. still a little bit ficky because of COVID. Yeah. So yeah. Zoom is where I am spending a lot of my time, to be quite honest. So how do you organize yourself? Do you have a, a, an agenda or a calendar? What do you use? Oh, uh, Calendly. You heard Calendly. of Calendly? Yeah, yeah, yeah Calendly saved life. <laughs> yeah, for sure, man. You know, those kind of apps have saved my life because, you know, when you have a lot of things jumping around, you know, you need these reminders because we're always on our phone. We cannot lie. This thing right here, we're always holding it up. 
So once I get that notification, I'm like, oh man, I gotta be somewhere. So I definitely use Calendly. Um, definitely use um Zoom. And sometimes, obviously, some people just want to just do Google Meet. Either one of those mm. video chat things are always good. Yeah, well, it's it's efficient, you know, because this podcast I do in person versions. I'm in Cancun, Mexico, right now. And I've okay. discovered the, the pains of doing uh, meetings physically again, you know, but it, it's also cool to meet people physically. There's a lot of advantages. I wrote another post of that today. Um, but yeah, like I, I think if you are back to back every day and talk to a lot of people, one of the top advantages for that is that you get um, a bunch of different pieces of data, you know, and as a founder, you can uh, stack that all up together and uh, draw magnificent conclusions that can help your business. So I love getting in front of a bunch of different people on a, a weekly basis. I just get smarter as a result. And I think as a CEO, that's our main role, you know, get in front of people, talk to people and produce uh, magnificent uh, results out of it. So uh, what's your greatest mistakes that you've made in your life, in your business? And what did you learn from them? In, in my business or my life? Which, which Both. One? Yeah. Both? Okay. For uh, me, it's, it's all the same business and life. So. <laughs> Especially when it affects your pocket. Yeah, yeah. Um, I can say with 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 life, honestly, it, it's not a particular decision, right? I think it's just um some of the ideas that you know that I, I had normalized at an earliest at earlier age, because you know one is not is not sufficient because it was just a lot of drastic drastic bad decision that was yeah. made because of you know the elements and the ideas I started putting in my mind, started mm. feeding myself at an earlier age. Mm. But when as far as with, with uh, business, I think that um, I, I, I undermine you know, patience, where well, I was going back to patience. That was, to me, that's probably one of my biggest mistakes, I undermine patience because mm. my business plan kept changing, it kept evolving. I was like, okay, well, this is now, you know, so I had to keep going and revamping different things. And that is really just the norm in, in when you're starting up your business, you know, <clears throat> either revamping your business plan, evolving it or something, but you have to still keep going on because there's new, what well, we just asked me earlier about software and technology, new things are coming into play, some information that you didn't have, budgets, all these different things coming into play that I didn't know about. So for me, those are like the uh, two things particularly. Yeah, I mean, it's such a fine line with patience, you know, do I put an end to this experiment of mine or do I keep on grinding and you know see the the light at the end of the tunnel so i mean that's why decision making skills is a, a skill that so few have and that so many uh, successful ceo have so i mean great uh, great advice right there uh question number 10 because we've got five minutes left what's okay. your best investment ever it can be an investment of time money energy okay uh, okay well time time i'm gonna be honest with you right because if you if you're able to, to invest your time in something that is constructive, it will it will evolve to something much greater, right? So even when it comes to some of the some of the things that I actually researched that I found out about about the industry that I'm that I'm currently in led me into having you know some some great partnerships with some with some um, businesses in the area like some of the hotels I have contract with. So some of these things is what really evolved because if you're not investing in your time and making sure that your time is because I read a quote one time, right? It was like, uh, manage your focus instead of managing your time. Hmm. So I kind of I kind of uh, put both of those things together, where it's like, okay, whatever time and window I have, I have to manage a focus that I'm, I'm laser target on. 
Yeah, yeah, for sure. Good, good advice. Your focus is uh, is incredible, and yeah, like focusing that time on knowledge and talking to people is one of the best investment ever. Um, what's your your best health hack? So if you have a biohack, like I don't know, working out or uh, stretching, like what's your best health hack? How do you keep yourself healthy and performance? Okay. Well, I, I I work out heavy. I'm and I go to sleep early. I'm an early bird. Um, I'll probably be in bed 9 30, oh. 10 o'clock, and I put my phone on DND. Uh, mm. I don't eat because <laughs> it's definitely I'm sleep early and working out consistently. Yeah, I, I can see the, the discipline here. It's very hard for um, someone to go to bed early um especially when you're an entrepreneur you know you have all these things you know me I, I try to read before bed and sometimes i can read for like an hour or two you know and i i go to bed quite late actually so good job on that discipline is, is what i see in you so uh, do you have a favorite quote of yours uh, that you often uh loop in your mind well uh the like mandela had this one quote when i was younger that kind of stuck with me when he said uh he said, um, it was talking about, it was about freedom. He says, um, no easy walk to freedom, right? Uh, that was one that, that kind of stuck with me at an earlier age. Um, as far as for me currently, there isn't one because I like when you read Robin Sherman's book, you're kind of getting a new quote <laughs> that you like every day, oh, yeah. uh, Robin Sherman. And then I'm reading another book called um, Ego is the Enemy. Yeah, I started on Ryan there. Yeah, yep, Ryan. Um, and uh, I, I just thought on this chapter where they say that um, 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 those who speak don't know and, and those who don't speak know, right? And, and I was like, you know what? Like, you know, like, I love books like that because it's kind of like a refreshing and, and stimulating your mind to start, you know, going in depth. And um, mm -hmm. But as far as something that's always stuck with me, it's always been that Mandela quote, um, no easy walk to freedom. Yeah, most of the quotable people that, you that people listen to um they've done the hard work right so spending uh, 27 years in a prison cell i mean he did the fucking work you know and i'm gonna listen to him for sure Absolutely. Um, so yeah the, the quote is uh is very accurate and yeah like reaching freedom uh not only as a black man but you know like as any individual is something that's very hard freedom from your demons freedom from your environment freedom from the people that you know try to hold you to them and sometimes you need to break these connections, you know, so freedom is a very hard frigging thing, you know, and um, I'm grateful that I have uh, a good uh, part of it in my life. So good quote yeah, right absolutely. there. Uh, top, top advice for young founders out there. Man, uh, my top advice, I think I said it earlier, have patience. Mm, Whatever yeah. it is you're trying to do, have patience. It's not going to happen in 30 days, 60 days, 90 days. Some of it might actually take years. Yeah, it's yeah. just the reality of it. Decades. You know? Decades. You know, we have, we have people that, that it look like it's overnight, but you, you read their biography. They've been doing something for 15 years, you know. Oh, yeah. and, then, and then another key thing is appreciate every every small accomplishment, you know. Mm. Not, overwork, not overwork yourself where you kind of just over overlooking something that you did that is really a boost you know because those those small accomplishments is a boost that keeps you going oh, yeah. give you energy and make you understand okay well you know what I, i'm on the right track you know it gives you that that self-satisfaction so though, though, those are those are my two things i would tell any young founder that, that is that is coming up that is starting their their business 
have patience and celebrate your small wins because those gratefulness yeah enjoying the view and it, it's very accurate for younger people they, they live in the instant age with the tiktok you know and <laughs> they they and some of the tiktokers are almost instant success so it, it confuses the brain the one percent we always compare ourselves to the one percent but the reality is that the 99 they hustled for like 10 years to get there so very good and accurate advice Uh, two last questions here. Uh, you quoted a lot of books. What's your favorite book? Is it, well, I guess you named it the Robin Sharma one. You have another yeah. book that you'd prefer for us. Well, another one I'll say is The Alchemist. The Alchemist is a game changer. Um, Paolo, I read The, Al the Alchemist. Or, yeah, Paolo. Yeah, the, the Brazilian guy, right? Yeah. Yeah, Brazilian. Yep, he's from Brazil. Um, I read, I read he, he was the first book I actually read in prison. That was the first mm -hmm. book I read. And then um, when I when I, when I got released last year, I, I picked up the 5 a.m. Club. Those are my two favorite books. So the 5 a.m. Club and The Alchemist. Those two books kind of give me a purpose outside of religious reasons. Hmm. Thank you for that. And last question. What does future look like in your field, aka the event uh, planning world for nonprofits? Well, the, 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 the future is bright. The future is definitely bright. Right now, I'm actually uh, getting ready to, to, to have my second annual gala. July 24th. Um, this one is about prison reform. And our honorary organization is called Casa Bridges, the, the, the organization I told you about that works with juveniles earlier. Mm -hmm. um, and then from, from there, it's just um, introducing our next sector of my company, which is going to be financial literacy. So you guys kind of have like a, an announcement from us, which next year will be financial literacy. And I'm excited about that. Um, that one right there is going to kind of do a lot of positive effect. It's going to teach a lot of people in very, very much in depth about financial literacy and having one-on-one -on -one teaching seminars and things like that before we get to the gala. So that's going to take a journey of itself. Very inspiring, man. Where can people find out more about you, Musa? So as far as, so my, our company website is www.dean, with spelled with two E's, deanentertainment.com. And on Instagram is dean underscore entertainment. And then for my personal uh, Instagram is I am underscore underscore dean. So, yeah. All right, my man. Well, people can also find you on LinkedIn, Musa Camera with a K. And, yeah, with a K, uh, yep. Nice, uh, nice talking to you. I think uh, we dropped a lot of wisdom. So, yeah, let's keep touch and I'll keep you advised when this will be online, all right? All right, man. I appreciate it. Man. Take care, man. Have a good day. Bye.